campers. Welcome to Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. Thank you for joining us. It's Immature History, baby. Yeah, baby. What's up? (laughs) We're going to read you some Wikipedia articles and you're going to like it. Yeah, you're going to like it whether you like it or not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's an order. (laughs) I think you're first this week. I think I am too. And I want to preface this by saying, um, I went on a rabbit hole because I've lately been watching, I think I mentioned this to you, but I've been watching Dickinson on Mm -hmm. Apple TV plus, and, um, (laughs) it's great, but they have all these like literary, you know, um, icons, uh, Mm -hmm. playing roles in the show. And uh, Edgar Allan Poe shows up at one point Heard of and him. mentions the fact that his death was really mysterious. And I was like, oh, I've never read about the death of Edgar Allan Poe. So here we go. I'm going to read I you the Wikipedia page love it. <laughs> of the death of Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, so on October 7th, 1849... Uh, The death of Edgar Allan Poe has remained mysterious. The circumstances leading up to it are uncertain and the cause of death is disputed. On October 3rd, the American author was found delirious in Baltimore, Maryland, quote, in great distress and in need of immediate assistance. According to the man who found him, Joseph W. Walker, he was taken to the Washington College Hospital where he died at 5 a.m. on Sunday, October 7th. He was 40 years old. Poe was never able to explain how he came to be in this condition. Spooky. Spooky. Much of the extant information about the last few days of Poe's life comes from his attending physician, John Joseph Moran, though his credibility is questionable. As <laughs> classic were, doctor I think, in the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it seems like all of them were just quacks, right? Yeah. I mean, it begs the question, what was medical training like back then? Because it's, it it seems to be a systemic issue. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Poe was buried after a small funeral at the back of Westminster Hall and burying ground, but his remains were moved to a new grave with a larger monument in 1875. The newer monument also marks the burial place of Poe's wife, Virginia, and his mother-in-law, Maria. Theories as to what caused Poe's death include suicide, murder, cholera, hypoglycemia, rabies, syphilis, influenza, and that Poe was a victim of cooping. Now, okay. have you heard of cooping? <laughs> I have because Georgia okay. Hardstark covered the death of Edgar Allan Poe a few weeks ago. <laughs> Um, and that, so that's the only way that I know it, but what I would like to say is that that list, they have really narrowed it down, (laughs) like (laughs) just (laughs) item upon item upon item. Like I, we think it's one of these. It's literally, they just listed anything that a human can die from. (laughs) (laughs) What was the one from like 1600s England where it was like something wolves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the only one that they've ruled out. Wolves are not an option here. <laughs> oh my god, that's also so funny that Georgia literally yeah, just because I this. had never heard about it until and she did it like I don't know right before Halloween I think and I just happened to listen to it. 
I obviously have not kept up in the way that I should, but yeah, here we go. Um, evidence of the influence of alcohol is strongly disputed. Um, after Poe's death, Rufus Wilmot Griswold wrote his obituary under the pseudonym Ludwig. Uh, Griswold, who became the literary executor of Poe's estate, was actually a rival of Poe and later published his first full biography. I'd be so pissed if my rival published my biography. Extremely sus. Yeah. <laughs> Depicting him as a depraved, drunk, drug, drug-addled madman. So rude. Right. Like, why is also, why is no one else writing this biography? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess in, on the one hand, if the saying is keep your friends close and your enemies closer, maybe no one was closer. Like maybe no one knew better than this guy. That's true. It's, it's just like, you know, your high school bully. (laughs) (laughs) If they wrote your obit, that would be the worst Um, new business idea. You want, if you want your, um, biography written, let us know. We will bully you (laughs) and then proceed to write a nice little write up for you. Just roast the fuck out of you and your biography. (laughs) We're we're great roasters. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) That's right. We once worked for Starbucks. (laughs) Damn it. So the chronology of the event, uh, on September 27th, 1849, Poe left Richmond, Virginia on his way home to New York city. No reliable evidence exists about his whereabouts until a week later on October 3rd, when he was found delirious in Baltimore at Ryan's tavern, uh, and a printer named Joseph W. Walker sent a letter requesting help to Joseph E. Snodgrass, an acquaintance of Poe. His letter reads as follows. Dear sir, there is a gentleman, rather the worse for wear, at Ryan's fourth ward polls, who goes under the cognomen of Edgar A. Poe, and who appears in great distress, and he says he is acquainted with you, and I assure you he is in need of immediate assistance. Yours in haste, Joseph W. Walker. This is a letter that he writes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not the hastiest way to get a hold of someone. <laughs> Just <laughs> pops it in the mailbox like, all right, well, that's done. <laughs> Did my part. Yeah. I don't think the Pony Express is going to be able to, Just like, you know. Ties it to a random pigeon on the street. <laughs> you know what to do, bud. Yeah. Did telegraphs not exist yet? Because I feel like... <laughs> And like oh, saying man. in haste doesn't like, doesn't really do that much for you, my friend. Yeah, that's <sighs> so good. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Snodgrass later claimed the note said that Poe was in a state of beastly intoxication. Snodgrass's firsthand account describes Poe's appearance as repulsive, with unkempt hair, a haggard, unwashed face. And lusterless and vacant eyes. Same. (laughs) His clothing, Snodgrass said, which included a dirty shirt, but no vest. I mean, the the audacity. (laughs) Red flag. (laughs) And unpolished shoes. (gasps) Gasp. How dare he. (laughs) 
was worn and did not fit well. John Joseph Moran, who was Poe's attending physician, gives his own detailed account of Poe's appearance that day. Quote, a stained, faded, old bombazine coat, pantaloons of a similar character, and a pair of worn-out shoes run down at the heels, and an old straw hat. Poe was never coherent long enough to explain how he came to be in this condition, and it is believed the clothes he was wearing were not his own. Not least because wearing shabby clothes was out of character for him. Mm. I want to get down to the cooping. Yes. No, just kidding. I'm going to get to the cause of death first. Okay. Even though we don't know what it is. <laughs> All medical records and documents, including Poe's death certificate, have been lost if they <laughs> ever existed. Not good, guys. You had one job. <laughs> literally one job the precise cause of poe's death is disputed but many theories exist many biographers have addressed the issue and reached different conclusions ranging from jeffrey meyer's assertion that it was hypoglycemia to john evangelist walsh's conspiratorial murder plot theory Hmm. Hmm. it has also been suggested that poe's death might have resulted from suicide related to depression In 1848, he nearly died from an overdose of laudanum, readily available as a tranquilizer and painkiller. Because Poe was found on the day of an election, it was suggested as early as 1872 that he was the victim of cooping. This was a ballot box stuffing scam in which victims were abducted off the street by local election gangs. I mean... Why do you guys care about politics so much? (laughs) (laughs) Absolute dorks. Yeah, come on, guys. If you're going to be a gang, be cooler about it. Yeah, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Imprisoned in a small room. Nope. Yeah. Imprisoned in a small room called The Coop, drugged and or forced with alcohol to get them to comply or face beatings. The cooping victims were then used as pawns to vote for a political party at multiple locations. Often their clothes would be changed to full voting officials and vote multiple times and, or they would be given disguises such as wigs, fake beards, or mustaches. It's just funny. Cause like, you know, Edgar Allan Poe is one of those historical characters who has like a very distinct look and so the idea of him trying to like get away with this i'm like dude you were just in here like it's just funny to me because he's so like distinct looking yeah and then i have two things to say to that number one in dickinson nick kroll plays edgar Allan poe oh incredible perfect but number two drugging people to get them to vote your way i just feel like that's a risky yeah just pay them off yeah yeah like normal politicians you psychopaths yeah you psychopaths (laughs) cooping had become the standard explanation for poe's death in most of his biographies for several decades which would also explain the dirty and disheveled clothes that he was wearing when he was found though his status in baltimore may have made him too recognizable for this scam to have worked okay Yeah. More recently, analysis has been presented suggesting that Poe's death resulted from rabies, possibly contracted from rat bites during his cooping days of 
captivity. Wow. So it's a big mystery, but uh, I'm going to go with rabies. I'm going cooping because I think that's insane that that was a thing that people did. Oh, yeah. It's so funny to call it cooping too. It is because that sounds like kind of cutesy. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like something fun, like a yeah. fun fall Let's go cooping. Yeah. Coop coop. <laughs> All right. Oh, what you got? Amazing. Thanks. Um, so I'm on a, I mean, kind of a mystery, I guess is not really, but this is the Wikipedia article for Dusty the Klepto Kitty. Okay. <laughs> and right. honestly this article like the, the story isn't all that funny but the way this is written just kills me perfect okay <clears throat> dusty the klepto kitty is a domestic snowshoe cat who gained notoriety in early 2011 for his acts of cat burglary <laughs> <laughs> Um, as of his February 2011 appearance on The Late Show with David Letterman. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> Dusty, running out of ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Dusty had stolen. And just like, it, I don't know. As I'm reading this list, keep in mind that like someone had to own all of these things for him to steal them. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, Dusty had stolen 16 car wash mitts. <laughs> okay one seven sponges Uh 213 dish towels really into cleaning yeah they love (laughs) a clean a clean home a clean car uh seven washcloths five towels 18 shoes 73 socks a hundred (laughs) gloves one pair of mittens (laughs) uh three aprons 40 balls Hey, balls? why do you have 40 balls? What kind of balls? Doesn't say. <laughs> um, four pairs of underwear, sure. one dog collar, six Uh-oh. rubber toys. Where did the dog go? I know. <laughs> what did he do with the dog? Where's the dog, Dusty? Uh, one blanket, three leg warmers, two frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> One golf club head cover, one safety mask, two mesh bags, one bag of water balloons. What? <laughs> one pair of pajamas. I know he your is... claws would break right through them. I know. I know. He can't, he doesn't have thumbs. <laughs> um, eight bathing suits and eight miscellaneous objects. I want to know what those objects are. More than anything. They I mean. <laughs> Hands down, they had to be dildos. Oh, well, that's what I was thinking the rubber toys category was. (laughs) Yeah, that's too vague of like a a little it's too vague, but like because you could have just said toys. Yeah, but you specified that they were specified rubber, which makes me think a little suspicious. Um, Okay, he earned he earned (laughs) the nickname Klepto Kitty after bringing home more than 600 items from the gardens he prowled at night. So maybe not all one owner. His owners say his record theft is 11 items in one spree. (laughs) He had been caught on camera carrying home a bra. (laughs) He cannot. Yeah, he doesn't have the form for it. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, (laughs) But also like the owners in this situation are just like, oh yeah, our cat has stolen hundreds of things from our neighbors. And oh, well, you you, like, yeah. (laughs) And like, where is he stashing all of this? I would love to like, if they found out by just finding this stash of all these items. Oh my God. Can you one day? (laughs) And the cat's just like, Hey, you can't prove I did. (laughs) Check for fingerprints. I dare you. (laughs) Um, All right. Born on March 20th, 2006. Dusty is so close to your birthday. Dusty is a snowshoe cat who lives in San Mateo, California. He was adopted from the Peninsula Humane Society by Gene Chu and Jim Coleman. So according to Wikipedia, he's still alive. He's 15. Oh my God, Dusty. Um, (laughs) This is such a slam for a cat. His (laughs) first two years of life were uneventful. (laughs) He's a fucking cat. Of course they were. (laughs) I don't think cats are supposed to have like extremely eventful lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So his first two years of life were uneventful, but in 2008, his owners began to notice household objects that did not belong to them appearing in strange places. Please specify. And they began to suspect that their cat was bringing them home a suspicion that they were eventually able to confirm. (laughs) Um, Although his thievery began in 2008, Dusty didn't really receive notoriety outside of his neighborhood until the Animal Planet show Must Love Cats aired mm-hmm. a profile of him in February 2011. Uh, the must Why are we glorifying cat- criminals? Yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of example is this setting? Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I don't know. Like, first of all, like, of course he's stealing more than the average cat, but cats do shit like this. It's like, it's their thing. It's a very cat thing to do. Yeah. And I just love the idea that the owners were like, we don't have a kleptomaniac. We have a star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get animal planet in here. Yeah. Um, okay. So the must love cats crew was able to set up a motion triggered night vision camera and catch dusty in the act of bringing home his spoils. The Animal Planet report led to a February 14th, 2011 story by Vic Lee of KGO TV of San Francisco and Dusty's appearance on The Late Show with David Letterman on February 22nd, 2011. (laughs) Um, And then this is just the best thing. It's the, what's it called? Section called Cultural Relevance. Oh, sure. Um, And it says, since his appearances on David Letterman and other national news outlets, Dusty has become a minor national and international celebrity. No. (laughs) He has appeared at many community events in the San Francisco Bay area and has made appearances on many national and international news outlets, which like, okay, but (laughs) like when he's not stealing things, yeah, (laughs) stands for cat span. When, um, (laughs) When he's not stealing things, he's just a run-of-the-mill cat. Like, that couldn't have been that exciting. No. He's not performing. <laughs> I would love, oh my god, making a, making appearances at events is so fucking funny to me. Like, For if he got hired to do, like, a nine-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> yeah. And he just, like, he's, like, so annoyed with everyone. And he's, like, Oh, I stole the cake. Oh, there it is. Like, he's just like this yeah. whole song and dance. 
Oh my god. Served uh, he served as the Grand Marshal of the Redwood City Pet Parade in May 2011. Sure, of course. <laughs> Grand Marshal. Uh, and appeared at a fundraiser. Grand Meowshal. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, and he appeared at a fundraiser for the Peninsula Humane Society in June 2011. Wow. He's a philanthropist. <laughs> yep. Because of the kitty cam footage for the Animal Planet documentary, Dusty's behavior became a bonus feature in a three-minute short on the DVD release for the 2011 movie Puss in Boots. <laughs> it is entitled Clef Starring Anto- Is it Antonio Banderas? Banderas? <laughs> yes. I hate that I know that. I know. I saw that. I watched... I don't know what age I was turning, but I did go see that movie in theaters for my birthday once. Oh, <laughs> then I got food poisoning. Classic. Great Thanks birthday. All in all. Spaghetti factory. <laughs> <laughs> um, because Dusty was an adoptee from the Peninsula Humane Society Animal Shelter, he made a celebrity appearance at their annual Adopt-a-thon in June 2011. Because that's exactly what you want, is a celebrity cat to <laughs> steal attention from the cats that need to be adopted. Yeah, come on, you guys. Um, some of his unclaimed stolen items were displayed oh, no. and sold. Stop. <laughs> so he really is a philanthropist. He steals from the rich. <laughs> gives to the poor that's right um i want to know what was sold <laughs> just the rubber toys a million dildos yeah no one wanted to claim them. <laughs> um, where did those come from <laughs> i've never seen that before in my life what is this a sculpture of a snake uh <laughs> Keep his fans up to date with his finds. His owners maintain his Facebook page and provide pictures of the items that Dusty brings home. And oh that God. is Dusty the Klepto Kitty. <laughs> wow. <kidding>. I <laughs> I don't know when I'll recover from that one. That was amazing. Honestly, same. <laughs> Honestly, same. I'm going to look at his Facebook page. Yeah, oh I'm going to follow him on exactly all the actually like you would imagine. Okay kind of an evil evil grin yeah. oh mustache. here's one where he's eating corn on the cob sure <laughs> he's just like us he's just <laughs> corn on the cob and likes to steal stars they're just like us <laughs> <laughs> all right well on that note oh campers, campers. <laughs> um thanks for joining us yeah uh have a fantastic rest of your week mm-hmm. and we'll see you next time yeah bye <laughs> got it bye <laughs> <laughs>